0: what's up everybody and welcome back to the casual big 10 podcast so much to talk about this evening and it is thursday evening i promised a podcast on thursday had some stuff come up this morning so i wasn't able to do it in the morning like i usually do but you guys don't care you're here you're listening you're ready to hear about week eight we all are we're all excited about it very excited five games another week of 10 big 10 teams playing four on by and uh, they're all playing each other nobody's playing out of conference again this week and i um, really excited about the weeks coming up but I have a few things to talk about before we get to that I promise I won't take a lot of time number one I was absolutely floored the other day when I was first of all thank you for whoever listened to the mid-season awards episode that was ridiculous um, for me it was fun I don't know if it was fun for anybody listening but I had a blast making it and coming up with the awards and, of course, uh, making fake votes and things like that. That was super fun for me. So if you listen to that, I really appreciate it. But the crazy thing about it was the poll that I put up for Best Fans in the Big Ten, I was when I was recording, I think at the time I had 120-something votes. And by the time that the poll finished the next day after the recording and everything was done, I was hoping for 200. Remember, if you were listening to the podcast, I said I might get to 200. Guys, 923 votes on that, which is ridiculous. I couldn't believe it. And the reason why I can't believe it is because when I first started the Twitter account, probably like two weeks in, I did my first poll, and it was about uh, Big Ten running backs. Who was the best Big Ten running back? Zero votes in 24 hours. Zero votes. So uh, for just a couple of weeks going by and the amount of love you guys have been showing, I really appreciate it. A lot of people retweeted it. A lot of people in on the action. Obviously, to get almost 1,000 votes is absolutely mind-blowing. I couldn't believe it. And uh, the votes, obviously, like I already awarded the winner, but 91.8% people voted for Nebraska. Obviously, all the Big Ten teams weren't on there. I can only put four teams. But uh, the reputation that Nebraska has has holds true they're one of the nicest fans if not the nicest fans in the country definitely in the big 10 i would say so uh thank you to everyone that voted retweeted uh, and all that good stuff i really appreciate you guys showing love on that number two i can i didn't know this until two days ago i didn't even realize how close it was but basketball season is right around the corner it is only 18 days away so you guys can expect if you're a basketball fan some content regarding uh, basketball coming out soon. Probably next week I'll start doing some preseason stuff. And then obviously once the season starts, I haven't figured out how I'm going to do, you know, episodes and things like that because there's games every day. But I'm definitely going to keep the football and basketball stuff separated. So if you're a fan of one or the other, um, you can keep that, you know, you can listen to whichever one you want to or uh, what have you. On Twitter, though, it's going to be basketball and football stuff only. That's all I'm ever going to talk about um so hopefully you guys are enjoying that hopefully you guys are excited about that coming up as excited as i am i love basketball so um that's my favorite sport football is definitely close number two but i'm really excited to start talking hoops and uh see if we can pick up a national championship this year for the first time since what was it uh 2004 when maryland won when they weren't in the big 10 but i still count that Uh, Our last real championship, obviously, 2000 when Michigan State won. So we'll see if we can go get a natty this year. Hopefully, since I started this uh, casual Big Ten stuff, that's going to bring good vibes to the conference. We're going to go steal one this year. All right. And then lastly, uh, this was really exciting. Um, When we were doing our award show, uh, I tweeted at some people that were nominated and won the awards. And I'm really excited because we got our first player ever in the conference to follow the account on Twitter And it was Taylor Fox, the winner of the Best Offensive Lineman Hair Award. So I'm now a huge Taylor Fox fan, and I always will be because he was the first player, like I said, in the conference on any team to uh, follow our account on Twitter. So shout out to Taylor Fox. Go follow that guy and show him some love because that's awesome that uh, he was able to return that favor to us and um, hit us up with a follow. So love that guy. Let's talk about the games, though. Thank you for sitting through that. The games this week, like I said, we have five of them coming up. Uh, Not the most exciting matchups, I'm not going to lie. And the reason why is because two of the teams that are in our conference that are either tied or just in first place are on a bye this week with Michigan and Illinois. Um, And then Nebraska and Michigan State are also on byes. And what's interesting about this is that next week, all four of those teams are playing each other. So after this weekend's games, uh, on Halloween weekend, you have Michigan and Michigan state playing each other. Um, and then of course you have the other two teams that are on by playing each other. You'll have Nebraska versus Illinois when they come off of a buy. So you guys can look forward to that when those four teams come off of a buy, but with two of the top teams being out, of course, uh, I keep saying, of course, but Illinois in the West tied for first place, Michigan in the East technically tied for first place right now. Um, With those two teams being out, it makes for a less exciting weekend, I think. But we still have five games. I'm still going to watch them all. I'm still excited uh, nonetheless. So let's get right into it. Our first game, uh, the noon games, we have Ohio State versus Iowa. Now, this is an interesting matchup because on paper you look at that and you're immediately thinking Ohio State's going to blow them out. And to be honest, with them playing at home, they probably are. <laughs> let's, not, let's not get it twisted here. But I do think that when you go and look at Ohio State's schedule, when you look at their schedule, Iowa is by far, in my opinion, the best defense that they've played. They opened with Notre Dame, bad. They obviously bad if you look at what Notre Dame's done since then. Um, Arkansas State, Toledo don't need to be talked about. Wisconsin, their defense wasn't that great. And then they played Rutgers and Michigan State, some really bad defenses. So Iowa is really going to pose the best defensive battle that Ohio State's faced. The problem is Ohio State's defense is so good and Iowa's offense is a little down this year. Um, you're probably still going to see a high blowout. I'm guessing. That's This is what I'm guessing. But I would, I would expect when you turn this game on on Saturday that Ohio State's going to struggle a little bit more than they have scoring points just because of the level of defense that they're playing is so different than what they've seen the rest of the year. Um, of course you have CJ Stroud uh, probably. I mean, it's not probably anymore. I looked it up. He is the odds on favorite to win the Heisman trophy. Now um, love CJ Stroud. He's NFL ready. I I hope he's on my NFL team next year. Um, you have Williams for Ohio state. They're just ready. They're, they're just going to be ready to tee it off and not really the best, Best game to get the weekend started. But um, I would look for Iowa to fight a little bit harder than anyone else has against Ohio State this week. I would love to see a close game, but the spread's 30, so I'm not expecting it. So that's the first noon kickoff game. Second game, you have Indiana versus Rutgers on the road. Indiana on the road at Rutgers. What can we say about this game? <laughs> Combined, 1-6 in the Big Ten right now. Not a whole lot to get super excited about here. Rutgers, I think, has a slight advantage. You look at what Indiana has done this year, and it's not great in the Big Ten so far. One and three in the Big Ten. Uh, Rutgers back at home. I think uh, Shiano will have them playing tough to pick up that first Big Ten win, and they need it. They need it badly. So um, I like Rutgers in this game. I'm not really, sh- I'm not. You know, it it doesn't have an impact on the conference at this point already. You know, we're deep into the season. We're in the second half of the season. We're in week eight. There's going to be some of these games going forward where there's no movements going to happen, no matter who wins the game. So it doesn't really matter who wins Iowa or I'm sorry, Indiana or Rutgers. But um, hopefully, it'll still be an exciting game. Um, Maybe we'll have a close game, and uh, that will get us excited. But we'll see what happens um, in that second. Noon kickoff game with uh, Rutgers at home against Indiana. All right, third game. This one I am excited about. Yeah, Purdue traveling. What's up, baby? Parker, what Hold on. Let me pause it real quick. All right, I think we're back. Sorry about that. Uh, my daughter was having – doesn't matter. Uh, the game that I'm excited about, Purdue versus uh, Wisconsin. Purdue traveling to Wisconsin. I was uh, doing a little bit of research on this game earlier today. And the reason why I like Purdue so much in this spot is because, number one, I think they have a lot to play for. And when you look at the rest of their schedule, they don't have a lot of tough games left. They have Illinois left, but they have Iowa, Northwestern, and Indiana. Wisconsin is a game that if they want to win the West, which I still think that they can – They have to win this game at Wisconsin. And the reason why I like them so much is because look where they have traveled this year so far. They went to Syracuse and they lost by three. Syracuse, I know a lot of people probably aren't following them. They're having a great year. Syracuse was a good team that they lost to by only three on the road in a tough environment. Syracuse is a tough environment. They get a lot of fans in there and it's hard to play there. So that's not that bad of a loss. And then they go to Minnesota. Talked about this win already on the uh, awards show. They win 20 to 10 at Minnesota when Minnesota was undefeated and everyone was on Minnesota. Then they went to Maryland, who had at the time and even still is probably third or fourth in the Big Ten East, and they win there by two. They win a close game there. Um, so Purdue has traveled to get wins and played tough in tough environments. And Wisconsin, after that Michigan State loss, I'm not sure how I'm not sure how crazy the stadium's going to be at Wisconsin this weekend. I don't think it's going to be I don't think they're they're very I, if I'm a Wisconsin fan, I'm not super excited about the rest of the year. It's kind of a it's not a throwaway year, but it's a rebuilding year. Your coach that you have right now came in halfway through, so he's trying to get everybody on board and he's really building up for next year in my opinion. Um so I think that Purdue goes in and wins this game. They're not favored, but I really like Purdue. O'Connell proved me wrong last week. I didn't think he was – I didn't – well, first of all, I've watched all his games, so I kind of know what he can do. I, I like him a lot. I told you last week he can extend plays, and he's so poised in the pocket, and he's got a big arm. So I like O'Connell, and I think that in Madison – I don't think that this is a environment that's going to rattle him at all. And then, of course, Purdue has the best wide receiver in the Big Ten. They have Charlie Jones. Um, I'm expecting him to have another good game. I don't think anyone on Wisconsin can guard him. I watched Wisconsin last week have trouble with Michigan State. They couldn't guard their wide receivers. And Charlie Jones, I have a news for you guys. He's better than anybody's anybody on Michigan State. Okay, If you're a Michigan State fan and you're thinking Jalen Reed's better, think again. Go watch Charlie Jones. He is better. So I think Wisconsin's going to have a tough time guarding him. And I think O'Connell has another big game. I think they go up to Wisconsin and win on the road. I like Purdue in this game a lot. I'm expecting Purdue to win this game. Uh, but that will be probably the best game of the weekend. Uh, at 3.30, also at 3.30, both Purdue and Wisconsin, and then this next game are at 3.30. Northwestern is traveling to Maryland. I don't know what else I can say about Northwestern anymore. Um I think I've already I've tweeted this out before. I think that they've won their only game that they're going to win this year. Um, Maryland is better than them. They just are. They have a better quarterback. They have a better run game. They have a better defense. There's no aspect of this game where Northwestern should be anywhere close to them. Honestly, I expect this to be a three, maybe even four touchdown game. If Maryland comes out and plays their best game, I think... That they can win by four touchdowns. Honestly, I think they can win by four touchdowns at home. They're they're that much better than Northwestern. Um, Northwestern's got nothing to play for anymore. They're not going to win their side of the the conference. They're, they're, I mean, I don't. There's no way they're going to be bowl eligible with the schedule that they have left. So it's a really tough spot for them. And then Maryland, who's two and two in the Big Ten right now and five and two overall, they have an opportunity to show that. They are still for real after they lost that tough one to Purdue. So, <coughs> excuse me. Um, I really like Maryland in this game. Uh, I need them to play really well, though. For me to still be sold on Maryland, I need them to blow Northwestern out. And they should. Honestly, they really should at home this weekend um, in that three thirty game. And then the nightcap, uh, we have Minnesota traveling to Penn State. Penn State coming off of the big loss at Michigan where they got straight up they just got manhandled the whole game let's be let's be completely frank not to use a pun there for james franklin but they got manhandled minnesota i'm not sure that tanner morgan's going to play all the reports that i read on twitter this week and i didn't see anything today but yesterday they were saying that he's feeling better but in the in the world that we live in with concussions now it's better especially in college And it should be in the NFL as well. But in college, it's better to be safe than sorry. And when you're Minnesota and you're 1-2 and in the Big Ten and you're playing a team like Penn State, you don't want to take a chance and put him back in and risk him getting another injury. So I don't think that Tanner Morgan is going to play. I'm not sure. I'm casual, so I don't know who their backup is and I don't know who's going to play. Um, You guys can tweet at me if you're a Minnesota fan and let me know who is playing. But... Minnesota still has Mo Ibrahim. They, uh, like they, they played good at the beginning of the year and then they just fell right off. They fell right off. So I, I'm not sold on them. I think that in this spot, Penn State should be really pissed off right now that they lost by so much and they got manhandled, like I said. So I'm expecting them to bounce back, going back home, night game. Um, At Beaver Stadium, I think that they fill it up and they're really excited about this game. I think that Clifford has a big game. I think Penn State can probably, especially if Minnesota's starting quarterback isn't playing, I think their defense can shut Minnesota down. And I'm expecting Penn State to win that game and uh, bounce back and kind of stay alive as that third team in the East behind uh, Michigan and Ohio State. Oh, They still have to play Ohio State. But... That game's not going to matter if they lose to Minnesota at home. I promise you that. Penn State's going to be all the way out. Their fans are going to be out. They're going to be calling for James Franklin's head. Um, So for him, personally, this is a huge game. For the conference, not so much. But for Penn State's season, if they want to stay alive in some of these talks where they can possibly get a tie and still, I don't think they can get to Indy anymore. I mean, if you've watched Michigan and Ohio State, I don't think Ohio State can lose to them, and I don't think that Michigan's going to have even, either one or zero losses, and Ohio State's going to be the same way. And I think they're both going to beat Penn State, so they're not going to ha- Penn State's not going to have the tiebreaker. So it's tough to be in the East right now. Um, so I like Penn State, like I said, a lot in this game. All right, quickly because I've been going a little long today. I'm going to go over my bets. Um, in that first game, I am taking Iowa plus the thirty and a half points. That's a ton of points, and if you look at Ohio State's wins this year, they have blown some teams out, like Toledo, but uh, some of the other games they played, they beat a really bad Notre Dame team by only 11, which is less than 30 and a half. They beat Michigan State by 29, they beat Wisconsin by just over 30 and a half, 31, and then Rutgers, who we know is not that great, they beat by 39. And I think that Iowa is better than all four of those teams that I just listed. In fact, I think Iowa is much better than all those four teams I just listed. So I think that Iowa can keep it inside that number. I, uh, Indiana and Rutgers, the next game, I'm just going to take the over 47.5 points. At this point in the season, when there's nothing to play for, I'm just hoping that there's a lot of points in the game. So I'll take over 47 and a half. It's the second lowest over-under in the league this weekend. So, I'm going to take that over and uh, just hope that they score a lot of points and it'll be exciting to watch. Um, Northwestern versus Maryland. I'm taking Maryland minus 13 and a half. Northwestern just got blown out by Wisconsin. And I think Maryland is better than Wisconsin. I'm not going to say much better, but I think that Maryland's better than Wisconsin. So, I think that Maryland will win by even more. So, I think they can cover two touchdowns, which is all I need them to do. Um, I said that I like Purdue. I think they win outright, but they're getting two and a half points, so I'll take that. Uh, I think they're going to win. And uh, they are. like I said, they already won at Maryland. They already won at Minnesota, played Syracuse close. So I think that they're, they're going to have no problem going to Wisconsin. That's not going to be a hard environment for them. And then lastly, I'll take Penn State, bouncing back this week versus Minnesota. Like I said, I'm off mini. Um, I'm off Minnesota, and uh, Penn State needs a win badly. Let's finish up real quick with some shout-outs, though. Uh, all right, who do I got this week? G Valiant 11. Thank you for following uh, Casual Big Ten on Twitter really appreciate it. He was giving me some good information about Mackey Arena today um, with basketball coming up. I'm trying to plan to go to some games this year and Mackey Arena is one that I really want to check off my list. I've heard such good things about it and he was interacting with me today uh, talking about that. Uh, just a random follower who liked and retweeted some stuff I believe Tyler OT, one four two one two two nine two. Thank you to Tyler Ot for uh, following uh, Casual Big Ten on Twitter. Hopefully you're listening to this show. And then lastly, I have—I think I'm pronouncing this right. It's sport, sportologen, sportologen, sportologen. He's following Casual Big Ten on Twitter and uh, had some good comments last week about some stuff that I was posting. He was talking to me actually about um tanner morgan's injury and uh we had a back and forth about that and how i thought that he shouldn't play this weekend and he said he shouldn't play for two weeks but uh thank you to Sportology for uh interacting with me on twitter following and hopefully like i said listening to the show appreciate all you guys enjoy your weekend i hope all your teams win i hope you guys stay warm out there it's getting cold um grab some beers grab some friends enjoy these games i hope that you, I just hope everyone is enjoying this this season as much as I am. I'm just loving this season. I can't wait to see how it shakes out the rest of the year. I'm excited for all the buys to be over so that all the teams can be playing at the same time. That's going to be really fun. And uh, obviously, like I said, I'm excited about basketball season coming up. Just a really fun time of year. If you're a sports fan, all the sports are playing right now. You have hockey back. Basketball just started. NBA at least. And then you have, of course, football and baseball going on still because of the playoffs. So lots of fun stuff to watch. Um, Hopefully you guys are glued to the Big Ten stuff this weekend, though. And uh, really excited to see how it goes. But until – I just got a text message. It super distracted me. Uh, Apologize for going a little bit long today. I hope you guys enjoyed it, though. And I will see you after this weekend with a recap of the Week 8 games.